Welcome to Behind the Sash. I'm Elise Hudson, the 2015 Newcastle Regional Showgirl. The Land Sydney Showgirl competition aims to find a young woman to act as an ambassador for rural New South Wales with her role involving many official and informal duties, both at the Sydney Royal Easter Show and during her travels interstate and overseas. For over 50 years, young women across the state have competed for this prestigious role. But the showgirl competition is not a beauty pageant. Behind the pearls, makeup, pomp and ceremony are passionate young women with drive to benefit their local communities and rural New South Wales as a whole. This week, I'm joined by Steph Davies, who was the 2015 Bungendore Showgirl and also a finalist in the 2016 The Land Sydney Royal Easter Showgirl competition. Welcome, Steph, to Behind the Sash. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, Elise, for having me. You're from Bungendore. Uh, if I was to visit Bungendore, what's the one thing I have to do in town? Oh, there'd be uh, a few things that you have to do in town, but um, the, the number one thing or my favourite thing to do is to go around to um, all the antique shops. We have some amazing antiques that people um, travel all over Australia for, so that's um, always always my favourite. Bungendore's about 35 minutes out of Canberra um, if you were on the way down to the south coast. So if you were leaving Canberra, um, instead of going up on the federal highway to Sydney, you'd uh, head towards the east coast of New South Wales, down towards Batemans Bay. Um, and on the Kings Highway, that's where you'll find Bungendore. So um, it's a very transient country town uh, where you have a lot of tourists travelling to and from Canberra um, for, the, for the coast or um, a lot of coast travel coast trafficked uh, travelling up to Sydney. So it's sort of that, that midway point. Um, and Bungendore is a really interesting place because it's not, um, it's not a huge primary industries town, uh, but it certainly does have a lot of agriculture feel and, and local producers. So um, the primary, the primary makeup of Bungendore, I would say, is a lot of small businesses and produ local produce. So um, there's lots of beautiful honey farms and fresh egg farms and um, there's a beautiful Tipper dairy which is nearby as well. Um, and so we have the Southern Farmers Harvest Markets um, which are on every month and they're a huge hit. And so if you can imagine lots of little um, beautiful producers, jams, honeys, all of that. Um, and that's that's probably more the feel of Bungendore. What makes the Bungendore show so great? The Bungendore show is great because um, I think we're really lucky in the sense that we're so close to the nation's capital being Canberra. Um, it's an easy 30-minute drive and we get a lot of the Canberra population come out and so I guess in, in the areas that we lack in terms of primary industry and huge agricultural farms we certainly pick up interest with all of our local produce and really amazing animal exhibitions and, and demonstrations. I was intrigued to see that Bungendore show held dash hound races they'd be fantastic are those the sorts of quirky things that typify the Bungendore show? Yeah, exactly. So um, that was something absolutely hilarious. I actually had a doctor's appointment in Canberra on 
the Friday before our show and um, during my doctor's appointment um, he told me that he was heading out with his dash hamster race at Bungadore show which was absolutely hilarious because this was a, um, a specialist appointment in the middle of Canberra where he had no idea that I lived in Bungadore and was working tirelessly to, to make it happen so that was very funny and we had over 300 dash hounds come to race and um, it brought huge crowds. It was a fantastic event. Your showgirl journey started well before the day of the Bungendore show. What can entrants in the Bungendore showgirl competition expect? Uh, well, they can expect um, a very, very a clear connection with the community. So from the minute I got involved with the Bungendore show, um, regardless of showgirl or not, it was a great way to meet lots of people in the community that are passionate about different things. Um, I... I sort of reconnected with people um, that I had met through my childhood or hadn't seen for a number of years or were connected through the show or through the community in very, very different avenues. So I'm a, I'm a horse girl and I've met um, amazing contacts in scout groups and um, through chickens and, and all sorts of other walks of life, which is really exciting and, and the show your competition does that and it, um, it's it's really fun because it doesn't matter how old you are or what you're into or what you're not into um, I think any any connection with the show helps you to broaden your horizons and um, and be more aware. You went on to win at Zone and you found yourself at the Land Sydney Royal Showgirl Finals. What was that experience like? Uh, it was a pretty amazing experience. I, I originally got involved with Bungendore Show to help them with their show jumping section, which is um, what, what myself and my family are really passionate about. And then to go on to the Zone Finals was, was a huge thrill and um, was the first taste of, of the judging process and the luncheon and interviews and talking about some really really passionate subjects um, in terms of foreign investment and um, and business, the, the business economy in Australia and how that's going to sustain into the sustain itself into the future. So that was really exciting for me. Um, I had absolutely zero expectations at Zone and I actually had a very, very funny altercation in the judging lunch where I was cutting into my quiche and it went flying into the air. Um, so <laughs> that was pretty hilarious. And only one other girl noticed that that happened. So I had to um, sneeze whilst um, sort of picking up the quiche in my serviette, pretending that I dropped the serviette on the ground. Um, it's probably a story best to tell you um, in, in person so I can act it out next time. But um, after that moment, it's safe to say that I, I thought um, that, that perhaps I was a little bit too um, outrageous for Showgirl um, and, and all the beautiful traditions um, that it holds. But as the day went on, um, I, I very quickly learnt um, that Showgirl is, is certainly about being real and, and taking life as it comes and being able to react in all sorts of situations. And, um, and that was, yeah, it was a, a real, real honour to win that night. And I, I must admit it was, it was a bit of a shock because, um, as you can imagine, uh, as the lunch went after um, that, I wasn't really expecting anything. But um, it was I was in amazing company and I, I still keep in touch with a lot of those girls, which is really nice. Going on from that, you felt you were a bit 
outrageous for the showgirl and all of its traditions. We have this image of the stereotypical showgirl. What do you think is the least stereotypically showgirl thing about you? Elisa, I'm not sure you're going to like this response, but I think the biggest um, myth about showgirls and everything that, um, that the competition is about is that there is a stereotype full stop. Um, the, the, thing about, the thing about Showgirl and the competition and the entire journey is that there's absolutely no stereotype. There's no perfect Showgirl. Um, you, can, you can rip your stockings, you can lose a pearl earring. There is absolutely no stereotype. Um, and, and that's sort of what I learned, I guess, after the quiche flying incident at lunch. So people will tell you along the way that this is what you need to do, this is how you need to act, this is how you need to talk, um, you know, you need to, this is how you need to hold your cutlery at the table, et cetera, et cetera. But there's really nothing that can prepare you um, as much as being there and being in the moment and soaking up the experience and enjoying who you're with. And um, I guess in in terms of me who I am I'll be I'll always be a girl that um, is very respectful but will also um, happily explain what I really think and 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 perhaps that's it's probably part of the showgirl myth that um, that it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a princess or um, you know it's a very um, sort of strict guidelines competition of, of what you need to be and who, how you need to act. Um, and, and even though it's a myth, it's something that I'm pretty passionate about breaking down because when you're out in the pouring rain in a show helping steward horses or um, setting up a fence or doing something in agriculture, whatever it may be, um, there's, there's no stereotype in that person. So, yeah. What did you learn about yourself during your time in Sydney? That it is okay to be outrageous, um, but also it is okay to be something that people are not expecting. Um, and I, I guess I've had a lot of people in my time um, through all, all different aspects of things that I do, whether it's um, committees I'm involved in or charity work I'm involved in or um, the big bad career professional world that, I, that I'm in a lot of the time as well. Um, people will, will meet me or, or assume that I'm going to be a certain person um, and, and be that proper, you know, very, very A-line a girl. And, and sometimes I'm not, you know, sometimes I am more comfortable in, in jodkas and boots and out in the mud and riding my horses, etc. And so um, it, Sydney was amazing to, to learn about that, to just be real and be true and not be afraid to um, to jump from from my professional girl to the horse girl I, I really am and, and back and forth and that's absolutely okay. So, um, yeah, you, you learn a lot about yourself in all the different situations you're thrown between and that was probably the most important thing for me. It was just about, about being real and accepting that it is okay to be a little bit crazy or a little bit outrageous or a little bit too funny sometimes or a little bit of a dag. And what have you been up to since the final of the Land Sydney Royal Showgirl Competition? Oh, my goodness. Well, what haven't I been up to? Um, it's been it's been really really fun. I did have um, I, I took university a little bit slower the first half of this year because of everything happening with Showgirl and I was really flat out in in work life. So I um, slowed uni down a little bit and um, felt the guilt, which is totally ridiculous. But um, I was making up for it, getting involved in our local show, um, but also the Canberra Royal Show. So. 
since um since Sydney, I was elected to be on um, the board of the Canberra Royal Show and moved up as the president there of their Next Generation group, um, which is really exciting to have over 30 really keen, talented uh, young committee members, and we're doing some amazing things um, with that committee. And the Canberra Royal Show is a great example because it's a show that's been going for a huge, huge, um, lot, huge amount of years, and uh, it's standard the test of time of different committees and GFC and, and lots of different um, events in Canberra. But it's in a in quite a stressful financial situation at the moment. And um, however, we have a really committed um, young team, and so we're doing. Um, we've made a a fundraising plan and we're running a huge ball in October um, at the Albert Hall in Canberra and then we're hoping to initiate an amazing um, youth initiative program at the Canberra Royal Show in 2017. So I'm working like a madman at that at the moment which is exciting and then in terms of everything Showgirl we just finished um, a fundraising ball in Wagga for the ASC Next Generation, so the New South Wales Next Gen um, group, where I'm a committee member also. And we raised a huge amount of money there. I accidentally um, bid on some football tickets in Melbourne, which I'm, it was pretty hilarious. I'm the absolute least, um, you know, least stereotypical football girl you'll ever, ever see at a game. So if you um, know of anyone that would, would enjoy them more than me, let me know. But that's another story. So we raised lots of funds there, had a great time in Wagga and had a huge showgirl reunion. And I think we've got about four or five other um, showgirl events planned in the next couple of months alone. So it's it's all go. We're trying to support each other with all of our different local areas. So I'm um, actually flying up to the Sunshine Coast National Show this weekend. I'm going to be in Kurindai in a couple of months. And, um, yeah, it's all pretty busy. What ideas do you have to get young people in schools more engaged in local shows and agriculture then as a young woman so involved in Next Gen? And that's sort of what we're what we're trying to tackle at the moment. It's There's lots of avenues and it is, at the end of the day, you it's quite hard to find people as passionate as ourselves sometimes. Um, and the education system is, as you know, very, very highly regulated um, and for all the right reasons, of course, but it is sometimes a little tricky to get where you, um, where you want to be heard. Um, so at the moment, we're working on a three-day initiative at the Canberra Show next year and the Friday of that, will be entirely focused on school kids. Um, so we're talking to the education ministers and they're involved in our fundraising program at the moment. So hopefully you can stay tuned and um, it'll certainly be coming through the schools and making shows more accessible for teachers and excursion friendly. Sounds like an absolutely fantastic initiative. Now, other than the show movement and Next Gen, obviously these are things that are huge passions in your life, but horses are also a big part of your life, I believe. And you do more than just compete. I've heard you're also a horse commentator. Can you tell me more? Yes, I can. Um, I have been riding horses since I was very, very little. 
Um, and I did eventing and pony club and all sorts of things before I found my um, my sort of passion in show jumping. And for the last sort of five or six years, I've concentrated just on show jumping and competed at quite a high level a couple of years ago. And then um, at the moment, I have two young horses that I'm bringing bringing along, um, which is which is really challenging but also rewarding. And they're very sweet, so I have high hopes for them as they um, get older in the next couple of years, which would be um, doing some pretty exciting things in about two or three years. So I've, I've tried to pick my battles. I had lots on with uni and, and professional sort of things that I wanted to achieve, which meant that the young horses was the best way to go to um, to try and manage it all, which has been really fun. And um, I got into commentating in a number of years ago just by accident. Um, it was it was probably by victim, really. I was running a horse show and the commentator didn't show up. So um, I had a tummy full of butterflies and after one day of commentating, I had a couple of people asking if I could go to their show and it was just a bit of a domino effect. So I would love to do commentating and be in the media um, full-time but um, that's probably going to be something I concentrate on in a, in a few years' time once I, once I get everything else on track. With so many strings to your bow, where do you see yourself in the future? Oh, my goodness. Well, I love to be spontaneous, so I, I, try, not to, um, I try not to regiment anything in particular or, um, or sort of write things down that are too set in stone because then I um, get, get the guilt trips and, and feel um, get disappointed easily if I don't achieve things. Um, but in, in probably 10 years' time, I'd love to have a property and beautiful horses, but also freedom is, is a big, big part of my life. So I've always worked for myself for the last few years, and it's really important to me to work hard, to pl- play harder. So um, to have my own time to spend with horses and friends all over um, the country and showgirl reunions, etc. that's really important to me. So if I can be doing all those things, I'll be very happy wherever I am. Do you have any words of wisdom for young women who are wondering whether the showgirl competition is right for them? Yeah, certainly. Um, the showgirl competition is right for anyone and the the myth and the stereotypes and the stigma around it is is something I'm really passionate in in breaking down um, because I wasn't really sure what it was about and and um, I believe that that in some ways the actual word showgirl is is um, the problem because it's hard for people to understand what it's all about and it's it's really an amazing opportunity and and that's what it is it's an opportunity for any girl to get involved in their local community meet amazing people, learn more about themselves and their world and and what is going to make them tick and what's going to drive them and make them passionate about something. So um, my words of wisdom for any girl um, listening would be that if you have the opportunity to get involved in your community or the show um, or the showgirl competition, my my wisdom would be to grab it with both hands and and run with it as fast as you can because um, some of the elder oldest people in your community will be the wisest and and will will help you along the way and and teach you lessons you'll never learn in a classroom and um, that's that's probably something I've taken really seriously over the years and and have um, connected with some amazing amazing friendships and relationships with people that. Um, 
you know, girls my age probably would have never spoken to. So that's that's what I would recommend. Well, thank you very much, Steph, for coming on Behind the Sash and sharing a little bit about who you are and what drives you. Not a problem, Elise. Thanks for having me, and uh, I look forward to listening to um, in, in the future.